When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew. It is me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today, we are chatting with my sister. I feel like this is going to be such a fun episode. I honestly have not recorded yet. I'm like pre-recording this intro, but I have high hopes for it because I just know when Ellie and I get together, we cackle a lot. Like we are just laughing nonstop. And in this episode, I kind of want to talk about all of like these stories that I may have mentioned them a couple times in the past or just stories I've never talked about before. I'm not, I don't want to name drop people because I don't want to get in trouble like with my friends, but I feel like there's going to be some juicy stories to come. So I'm excited for today's episode with Ellie. And she obviously was a D1 runner at Wake Forest and then was a professional triathlete and professional runner for Atlanta Track Club. So I feel like we're going to have so much to talk about just in the running world and our experiences. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. I'm recording December 1st. First of all, I can't believe it's already December. That is wild to me. Where did this year go? But also it's the day that Spotify wraps dropped. And I got so many tags of all of my favorite fellas that their favorite podcast was Convos Over Cold Brew this year, which means so much to me. Like I do this podcast every single week and it's just hard because if you're watching this on video right now, also we, we post on YouTube again. I'm trying to get back into that. I don't know. I feel like I just, I don't really get that much outside interaction with people that listen to my content or watch my content or just like follow me on different platforms. So when Spotify raps comes around, especially just because the podcast is so, I don't know, I feel more out of touch with the listeners. Cause you don't, you can't like get comments from it and it's not visual. Like it's just only audio. So when I see that so many people like just are listening to it for just hours throughout the year, it really means so much to me. I just love the day that Spotify rap drops because I think it really helps me keep in touch with my followers and know that people are that like actual people are on the other side listening, if that makes sense. Anyway, that was kind of a rant, but I just appreciate anyone that has listened to like the last couple seasons of Convos Over Cold Brew. And I'm excited for 2022 because I feel like there's going to be so many good guests and so many good topics to talk about. I also feel like I'm just doing a lot better mentally. Like, and I, and I'm really spending time to prioritize myself. So I'm so excited for my content in the future because it's hard to make content when you're not feeling the best about yourself. And then now that I spent time, you know, going to therapy and working on it, I feel like I'm just starting to you know, be motivated again and kind of think about what I want to do in 2022. And I feel like there's just so much opportunity and I'm excited to chase after it. So that was like a really big, uh, random tangent, but anyway, let's just get into today's episode with Ellie. I hope you enjoy it.
that? Are you, gonna, are you gonna eat dinner while you're doing this? Of course. I'm just gonna chomp, chomp, chomp my meat as you chomp. There's gonna be <laughs> chewing sounds in the back. <gasps> Ellie, do you hear the news? I'm so thirsty. What? Did you hear the news? No. Cooper tears on with Nike. Stop. <laughs> what? I don't even know who that is. You don't know who that is? No, you always talk about these runners people, and I don't know who they are. You don't know who Cooper Tier is. I know the name. I'll say that. The Oregon runner guy. Go Ducks. <laughs> so Ellie's really in tune with running news, as you can see. I knew you wouldn't know, so that's why I said <laughs> I know. I knew it was going to be something about running, and I wasn't going to know it. So <laughs> I fell into the trap anyways for this podcast, but I knew what you were doing. It was. A- <laughs> I can see in your little face. <laughs> well, that I was gonna make a joke, of course. Yes, you always do that to me. Okay, well, um, I for this episode, I don't really know where it's gonna go. Honestly, I have a bunch of different things written out. Oh, it's just gonna be a big spiral episode. It just goes in a bunch of different directions. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess to start off, do you want to just tell people who you are first? <laughs> do they, they want to know who I am? I hope. In some context um well I'm Emma's sister and I ran in college like Emma and then I ran after college and now I don't run really except I have been running more casually recently and I feel really good like mentally I'm doing it for my mental health now it's actually crazy okay where'd you run can you explain a little bit about where you ran (laughs) I guess I could elaborate a little more yeah so I ran at Wake Forest University go Deeks in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And well, then I entered a triathlon program after college. So I did that. That was in San Diego. And I quit that. And then I ran for the Atlanta Track Club. And I did longer distance. So I was definitely on the longer side, whereas Emma was not. So that's where we, our differences lie. So now you moved to Boulder and you're going to join the <laughs> Elite or what? Yeah. So I'm going to be training with uh do you know who sam parsons is <laughs> and drew under's mom yeah so i'm gonna be training with them i actually have a workout with them tomorrow okay yeah it's like a brick workout so i'm pretty excited about that it's my first time back after like four years so that'll be <laughs> stop that'll be like the a... way that some people probably would believe you because no one can tell sarcasm via audio ellie's not <laughs> that'll be a little shock to the system 10 women elite we're starting the, the group 10 women elite remember when we like joked about that what two years ago yeah they should make a woman team i know i thought they were kind of but i guess are they not doing that i don't know that's why i thought you were going there to start it oh i mean yeah that's oops (laughs) what (laughs) okay well in today's episode i want to talk about like running memories like i i don't know i was just like looking through photos this past weekend i've gotten really nostalgic and i'm going through the stages of grief now that i'm old ellie and i are old ellie's we're not even old but it feels like time is just hosting and I never thought aging was going to happen to me so <laughs> it's getting a little personal and I'm like whoa yeah really like I, it up. I I'm kind of mourning like the memories I had of my running career like in high school and college even and I just kind of wanted mourning. to recollect on some good memories and you go to your tombstone just- and just pray and mourn over your loss of running what <laughs> Are you just like, how often are you mourning it? Okay, I don't actually, I'm just like kind of going through the stage of the grief because I'm like really realizing, I'm like, man, I like, I don't think I cherished it enough when I was younger. Or I was just thinking about 
like all the good memories that we had growing up with running. And I kind of just wanted to elaborate on them and like maybe elaborate on some inside (laughs) jokes. And I kind of want to hear your thoughts or like any fun stories that you have, if you have any, I know you probably did not prepare one single one. one bit. (laughs) So I I can pull some things out of my brain, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty manic today. So you caught me at a good time. Yeah, me too. So much better. Ellie, oh, Ellie and I have also rescheduled this podcast probably five times. Oh, we? Excuse me. We have rescheduled the podcast? Attention, attention, everyone. Emma likes to bail on only one person in life, and that's her sister. Polly to Sarah, too. Um, yeah, I did bail a couple times. I just wasn't in the podcast. Well, and this this podcast is going to be a lot of me talking, so I had to be in the correct mood to do it mood the correct mood and (laughs) mood and you're going to be spilling some hot tea so you have to be like in the funny joking mood also i'm not going to be naming names in this because i don't want to like i don't know i don't want to throw people under the bus so i might just make people make fake names for people um anyways so so we can start all all the way back uh with good old roadrunners ellie You- oh ellie's prime roadrunners <laughs> circa 2007 let's start there um do you have any so, memories from you all from- i remember from roadrunners is honestly crying and getting beat by emma <laughs> i don't even think we were in the same group in roadrunners i mean we were every other year oh like the actual race but like workouts i don't really remember like doing them with you all i remember is grass repeats and i wanted to cry because <laughs> those were so hard we did so there was a it was hard Our it was hard really hard <laughs> like those were some of the most excruciating workouts that hill workout what was that place called oh the duck pond the duck pond <laughs> with the straight there were ducks there well there were we just fed them bread after practice but <laughs> um yeah roadrunners was an interesting time but it was like really brutal honestly i think we were really good which was probably why we trained so hard but some of those workouts were like literally brutal why were we training that hard? <laughs> i we don't know I think, I think we were just good so it was like we're like was everyone i guess we had a good group going yeah we had a good I group. know what other like youth groups were like yeah i don't have anything to compare this to so like yeah, this I don't have anything to do at eight years old. No, well, because we were winning nationals, so I don't think other people were really training as hard. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But all I know is that, yeah, it was really hard, and I feel like I had fun doing it. But I didn't really know what was going on, I don't think. I think I was just kind of, like, going with it. I was like, I'm good at running. I want to win this race. And I then mean, we, like, traveled to random places with our team, and it was it was an experience. We were, like, traveling often. We were traveling often. In our little black and yellow tracksuits, bumblebee vibes. Bumblebee vibes. Um, gosh, I'm like trying to think. I feel like I have to have some memories from it, but I don't have any specific ones. That I, I remember a memory about someone else climbing a tree. Oh, Everyone because they were really so stressed. dramatic. Like I think I was really dramatic when I had like a bad race, and I just remember there was like a lot of drama because we were all so young that like people's emotions were just like all over the place. It was like someone was up in a tree after the race, bawling their eyes out. Another person was like getting ridiculed by their parents for not doing well someone else was like elated and like holding a trophy like it was all so scattered (laughs) it was also in your face because like you said I don't think kids know really how to handle their emotions and I mean that's what that's what changed I feel like once you got into college I mean you could tell when people had a bad race or people had a good race kind of but it wasn't I mean there were some people that would go off and 
crying a corner. There's always someone that would go off. There's always a crier, dude. I mean, I've been, I don't know if I really cried actually in college. No, I never cried. I don't think I ever cried in college because I was just like, whatever, I'm already in college. So yeah, that's where I needed to be. It was a little, I feel like people held their emotions together maybe a little more, but it was also a really stressful environment. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I think it manifested in other ways. Like, I don't think the emotion was like to climb a tree. I think it was more like, let's just be upset and like go off by ourselves and do the cool down alone. (laughs) Okay. Well now, I mean, that was a very brief uh, youth running stint. Cause I honestly, it was so long ago. I don't remember any of it. And like that was 20, 20 years ago for me. No, <laughs> no, you were not six or seven. Not 20 years ago. No, I'm going to lose it. 20 years ago. Yeah, stop saying 20 years ago. Okay, well, I was looking at a photo of me and Shinoa. This was yesterday on Facebook talking about photos and like going back in time. Oh, yeah, our high school 2011, that's 10, a decade ago. And I was like, that looks like, like I remember that day. We were in a hotel room like after the Stanford invite. Yeah, you guys look the same. I know. And I was like, this, someone responded to this. Story. I was like, where, where, where are you? And I was like, stop. That's me when I was 17. <laughs> where are you a photo from 10 years ago I was like I mean yeah I guess because we were wearing glasses you couldn't really tell but I was like yeah also I feel like we looked a lot worse back then almost like I was looking at photos and I was like aren't you supposed to look like good when you were younger but I'm looking back and I'm like I think we get better looking puberty time it's like I feel you always look back and well we didn't hit puberty or you didn't hit puberty until you were like 23 well that's true but that was my second wave of puberty I had like five of them I had a cycle of puberty. It wasn't just a one one time. Yeah, it hit. wasn't a one off. I feel okay. I I have learned that though in my old age of twenty five now. But I feel like everyone kind of goes through second puberty. Like you hit twenty five and your body's just so different than it was like the first puberty round. It's actually kind of a good point, Emma. Yeah. Thank you, Ellie. No problem, Emma. Okay. Anyway, so high school. What do you have any like good memories from high school? I feel like I have so many. I mean, I have so many memories from high school. That's what I really remember. I don't yeah. remember, like, middle school is kind of a blur. No, yeah, middle school, I don't really remember. I kind of grouped that in with the youth running because it's all just kind of, I don't remember at all. Were we even, we weren't on the roadrunners in middle school, I don't think. So, yeah, high school is, like, where everything, that's where, like, the majority of my running memories are. Because in college, I was kind of blackout, kind of just, like, really stressed out. Things got a little blurred. I feel like in high school, I was like really owned into running because I was trying so hard to get into college. Yeah. For running. So it was like the center of my life and all my friends were runners. Like, I feel like we had a really good group going. We had such a fun high school team. I will say it was so fun. And I feel like we made so many memories. Okay. One of the ones I have written down is this was like, Ellie and I do this thing where sometimes we're on FaceTime for hours. We go through our old Facebook chats because that is like where all of all the drama kind of went down in the Facebook chat in our age or like AIM or AOL messenger or whatever it was like, yes. or like, Ooh, like random. Ooh, <laughs> I know Facebook was, that's where I was hanging out. Yeah. So Ellie and I sometimes go through like old messages and we've recently um, uncovered a lot of like good, good things from that. Like, I just love to go back and look at who I was talking to back in 2010 or 2011. And we had this giant group chat in high school of all of these runners, like from in, around the country at different schools. Some of us didn't even know each other. And we would talk in it frequently at every single night for every months. night for hours. But what would we, I don't even remember really what we would talk about. Like it was 
and we would go on FaceTime. I don't know how people will get added to the chat. Like random people just get added from other people. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was really random, but it was pretty fun too. I know. And I was like thinking the other day, how did I have time to do that? Like in high school, I was doing, I mean, I didn't really double in high school, but like sometimes we have to run like two miles in the morning or something. So I'd be waking up at six, running, going to class until three 30, doing a workout for like two or three hours, ice bathing, uh, ice taking an ice bath. Sometimes going to a swim practice. Like how was I doing all this? And then chatting on Facebook for hours while doing homework. Okay, that's the thing is I feel like high school, you just, your energy levels are different. Like that is what I've noticed the most is being old in quotes. Like I don't have that energy anymore. I was getting five hours of sleep a night and I was doing <laughs> all that working out and homework and class. I don't, I genuinely don't get it. I'm like trying to think of what, I don't even think I really felt that tired is the no, thing. Is it? I was thriving and I had a social life. <laughs> yeah, me too. I had a thriving social life in high school. And I just remember like in the winter, I would be training full-time for like track season. And then I would go to water polo practice That's what I'm saying. after like, track practice. <laughs> and I was going to swim practice after track practice and then doing homework up until 1 a.m. <laughs> That makes no sense. Okay, but now I'm like, I think I did a lot when I like did one email or like one, <laughs> one little tiny assignment. Okay, well, maybe for- that's why we look back on high school and we're like, we have so many memories because we did so much. Yeah, we did so much in one day. I mean, every day was like an event. Like I ended that day and I was like, that was a day. <laughs> that was a day. There was never a day where it wasn't busy. No, I think every day for four years I was busy in high school. Okay. I want to talk about, uh, like, do we have drama on our high school team? I feel like people ask me that all the time. Mm, so we had a squad of about four or five. There's like, there was you and Kelly who would usually finish before me and Shanoa. So there was a little divide between me and Shanoa and Emma and Kelly and me and Shanoa like to call <laughs> Emma and Kelly the kinship because they had like a little buddy system because they were always like, racing together high-fiving during the race and it was just like this whole this whole little thing but it wasn't really like dramatic it was more just like a joke like I think yeah, I mean, you guys would just say it all the time but what were we supposed to do you know also it was stupid because like yeah you guys be first and second but then we would be like third and fourth so it was like stupid <laughs> it wasn't even actually like we were really competing as anyone else except our our team most of the time yeah I don't really remember there being that much drama in high school like I feel like we all got along pr- fairly well and we were all really good which is kind of crazy how we didn't have more problems I think we're all pretty like normal and we I don't know you were really normal I mean we were not like we ran all the time but we weren't even really focusing on running like we were having fun yeah and that was honestly, honestly I, like, would we're go, social. I would go to these I was like so social and I would go to these big running meets and especially something like Brooks PR I would just show up and be like everyone is just like has such a different attitude about running than me and like that's they were already became, in college what it's like they were all, already in college or something yeah I mean I feel like everyone just trained kind of individually like especially at those mm-hmm. meets I don't know I feel like that's that where sense. I just like noticed the biggest difference in mentality because I, then I would come back home to our team and it would be so chill like I mean it would just be like we would all yeah. be goofing around at practice and we would take two hours to do our six mile runs <laughs> and our coach we would roast so each other mad. on our runs like have all these conversations oh yeah wait so what would we do on our runs that would take us two hours because I was talking to our coach coach vice the other day who just retired and 
I was like, remember when our runs would take like two hours? He's like, yeah, what were you guys doing on those runs? And I honestly couldn't tell him. Like, what did we do? Walk? We walked a lot. Yeah, we walked a lot. We stopped and took breaks a lot. We ate a lot of like clementines. Yeah, but that wouldn't take two hours. I know what were would we like go into like the bathroom of like store? Like I don't remember because we had a lot of like stores around our high school. Like yeah, but we didn't do that every time. Like that was a no. I mean, I don't think every run took that long. I think like after a mile we would do a lot of stretching. Like we would stop after a mile. And do a oh yeah. We would take our mile like our stretch break, which would be like fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we would run like literally 0. 0.5 up this hill through this gate and then we would just stop for literally 15 to 20 minutes remember that exact spot (laughs) i know me too i can picture in my head yeah we would just stop and chat for 20 minutes and then we would just continue along our run i guess okay that definitely made up a lot of the extra time yeah it's just like the stopping and kind of goofing around well everyone always had their thing that they had to do it was like someone had to do their hips like stretches someone (laughs) had to like stretch their calves someone would get like a hip pain during the run and have to like stretch it so we just always we'd always like have to adapt to the situation like people's issues that's the thing do you remember any of like our hardest workouts i think the one for me that always sticks out is i mean a lot of them are excruciating i will say but that one that was like a mile all out on the track and then hill repeats and then you come back and do another mile all out and then Hillary beats and then another one. I think there were three miles like all out. You think? I, or maybe it was only two. It might've been two. I think I it was think like it was one two. all out and then a bunch of hills and then one up. Yeah, yeah that makes more sense. That Ew. was really hard for me. Ew, I remember that. I think I had a P- like, I would always say PR at the end of these. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then I would well, Ellie, like, were a workout warrior. I know I never got together in high school. Like I get got together at like when I needed to to like get into college, but like that was like once or twice, and that still wasn't that amazing. I mean, it wasn't bad. One of the workouts that I just remember there being like some eight hundred workout. Like I feel like we did it so many one Ks and eight hundreds. Those are always, dude. Even I was thinking about this the other day. Like one Ks in cross country on the grass. Those were always the worst for me. Like I was. I was thinking back to some hard workouts on my easy run the other day. And I was like, I honestly don't know how we got through that stuff. I remember when I um, was being recruited to Vanderbilt and the coach was like, oh, what's your, what's your least favorite workout? And I was like, oh, one K's for sure. And she gave me a look that I was like, I think that was an incorrect answer. <laughs> then, I realized, then I realized that every single week in college, no matter where you go, you will be doing a tempo run, mile repeats, or 1K. Dude, I just have the chills. Like, I have, like, trauma. It's just, like, I feel like it's just so common. But I remember one time in high school doing, like, 800s or something at 240, probably. It was always, like, 240. It, it was, was always, we were going to get down to, like, 232, and we'd be like, ooh, 232. You think we got that low? I don't think we ever did. I think we did. I think or at least, like, 236-ish. I yeah, I feel like we got 235, and I was like, wow. I think you'd be, like, go all out on the last one, and everyone would, like, or, like, go 235 or or under and then everyone would be <laughs> racing to the finish to go and then we go like 232 or like whatever I just remember one time I don't remember what year it was it might have been my sophomore year but I just remember I was doing the freaking 800 workout and I was like coming around with like 150 meters to go and the only thing I could think is like do you want it to do you want to make it to Nike elite camp or no <laughs> it's so dramatic well, it's just like I needed something to get me through the workout because I was not going to make it through. Like, I, mean, you know, I still just, like, do that today. I'm like, do you want to be a loser or do you not want to be a winner? <laughs> I know, just the Nike Elite campaign. And I never, 
I never ended up making it to Nike camp. So, but I feel like I just had so many things. Like there were just some really hard workouts that I needed to just push through. I mean, that one spring break workout. Yeah, we've already talked about that one. I though, know, whatever it was. Like, uh, I don't know. Does anyone have you talked about like going numb on the podcast? Like anything? Oh like- no, we haven't talked about going numb. <laughs> going numb like, like, do you, okay so do you want to define what going numb uh not particularly but basically it means that you kind of go numb in like the downstairs area like you just feel really it's the right word like other than numb how can you describe it I don't know you just kind of like maybe this it's is why people pee their pants yeah almost like you want to pee your pants but it's like I feel like you just kind of like lose control or just like a weird feeling in your it's like, that's actually good. It's like not quite like, it's not like you're peeing your pants though. Yeah. It's like the moment before that. It's like, yeah, it's just, I mean, you're, it's like the lactic acid or something. And it's just, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's like once the lactic acid stops or like it's flown through your legs, then it starts going into your, yeah. Core. It starts going, going into your core. It like starts with your feet and then it goes up. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how lactic acid travels through your body from your feet up to I don't I have no idea I don't know anything about these terms but no but that's literally what it would feel like and then I feel like it was every time I ran the mile that last 100 meters you would just go completely numb that hurts and I don't really remember it happening in college like, I was just gonna say that I don't remember this was, this was like a high school thing was it because <laughs> or like you had hit puberty like I don't understand why we're feeling like that I know. Can I anyone relate? I, I wish people could reply to YouTube. I guess our, our podcast um conversations, but I guess people can because it's going to be on YouTube. But can anyone relate to like going numb? Like, does that make sense to anyone else other than our high school? Any high schoolers still listening now? <laughs> going numb make any sense to you? Or is that only circa 2011? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just stopped going numb after that. Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, but I remember that feeling all the time. Yeah. And then yeah. Kelly and I, and probably you two, would always talk about the trauma. Like, we would we would say we felt trauma. This makes running sound so miserable. Like, why would anyone ever want to do this? <laughs> trauma. Okay, well, it's not actually, like, trauma. That's just what we called it when yeah. you would start a run, and it would just be, like, this big, like, you just felt like there was so much, like, heavy weight on you. Like, your legs yes. couldn't move, and it was, like, it was kind of like your legs would felt, like, bricks for like the first like two minutes and it was just like this wave that came over you and then you like felt fine uh, before every moonlight run or like when you would start those moonlight when runs. you would start the moonlight run any the easy mo- run we'd always have trauma yeah it'd be trauma for like two minutes and then it would go away but it, i don't know again i don't know if anyone can relate to this or if this was just uh look another awesome. thing that went away for me in college didn't really have that and now <laughs> I, know, a I, little bit. I have that. <laughs> so i don't know what that was but was it because we were like just con- maybe our bodies weren't as used to the workouts? Like we weren't like I don't think our body was recovering very well, to be honest. Yeah. And I think that's what high schoolers do differently now. I mean, you see everyone's a lot better than we used to be. Like my times aren't even really that good anymore compared to other high schoolers. Yeah, you're right. People train like college people now. They don't train like we did back in high school. I feel like everyone just knows more. So then now you see like people like uh Newbury Park which is like you probably have no idea but they're everyone like all these high school programs are just training like college athletes and they're just getting really good so I mean there was like what a couple teams were training like college people when we were running I remember those teams and we were like well they're doing like however many miles a week and we're doing like 40 I would do 40 max I mean yeah I I thought that was high I mean that was high that was a decent amount yeah I couldn't go higher than that I mean, I was like 45. Whoa. In the summer, <laughs> I'm going to throw up. 
Um, okay. Well, I so we were also obsessed with a group of guys too. We were very boy obsessed and we walked around like we were the hottest. We walked people. around with like BDE energy. Like we were just like walking around like we were the best people on planet earth. And we were like top we to dollar, movie. like supermodels. Well, people didn't help. I feel like people kind of exacerbated it. Like, especially, so we were in love with these guys called, they went to this school called Cathedral Catholic in San Diego. And it's like this preppy, like boys school. Like, yeah, it was a private school. Private school, all guys, or no, not all guys, but they had like a very good looking guys team. And they knew that we were obsessed with them. That's the thing. We made and it very known. We made it very known. So embarrassing. Um, wow. Yeah, and they honestly didn't really want anything to do with us. But we did hang out with them a decent amount. But, yeah. I mean, outside of that, like, we would go to NXN, too. And we would just, like, we would just eat it up. Like, everyone would be like, oh, my goodness. That's the team, the Costa Canyon, like, full of blonde-haired girls from California. We all had white all hair. Blonde. We all had white hair. And I guess just... I mean, this is people's first experience with California people, I guess. I don't know. I think it so honestly was. It was. Like, you could tell from, oh, this is just embarrassing. Like, you could just tell from some of the guys' interactions. And I'm like, like, just, oh, it was those, some of those, um, it hurts. interactions at NXN with some of the guys' teams the with photos? our teams. Remember the photo competition? We were so obsessed with winning that photo competition. We're like, we have to be the hottest team at NXN. And I we remember the hottest team went to take the hottest photo. <laughs> what for what to impress these runner dweebs okay i'm cutting that out. <laughs> but like who are we trying to impress we didn't even know who's gonna be there i know i mean we kind of had an idea the next year after we went i mean we definitely wanted to be the i remember sam parsons literally mentioned us in some podcast episode with someone else he was like Oh yeah, like Emma Emma Abrahamson's team Lacosta is like he literally said he was like that was like my first experience with like California like beautiful running girls and I was like see I feel like we're not crazy I mean people hyped us up in high school yeah I mean that was our prime apparently so yeah but then I oh my <laughs> so I was okay so I was looking through my photos and I have a tweet saved <laughs> from Sam. In 2011 or whatever year oh, that we no. all looked back then and it says 2011 <laughs> 2011 i have photos going way back and it it said la costa la costa girls not the, not the look not the look not the look so i guess he wasn't into us or maybe he didn't like our vibe <laughs> I, I, and it upset me well, i genuinely was because now he said that it was the vibe on the podcast that his tweet said otherwise yeah well maybe he was just having a little crisis i think he was more into like the redondo girls or something oh <laughs> well maybe it's because of that conversation that our teammate had with him <laughs> okay Brace. yeah do you want to do you want to elaborate that we might have talked to, we might have talked about it during our episode with shinoa but do you want to talk about it uh basically shinoa was what was she even saying? She was like, they've never kissed anyone. Yeah, she like was talking to Sam at some dinner at NXN. She, you know what? She was you have like, what? I'm like, Shanoa, you've done me up like, no, what? But she'd always, yeah, we'd always just send Shanoa to do all the con- like conversing. Yeah, Shanoa like, was like up. really confident. So we're like, okay, you go talk. And Ed, for some reason, just Sam, she like told Sam that none of us had ever kissed a guy ever. We're like, we're freshmen in high school. <laughs> just so You're funny. a sophomore, like- Shanoa. <laughs> Okay, or like the NXN dance. Can we talk about that? My <laughs> first experience with grinding. <laughs> I was like, I like got back from the like to the room, and I was like, I grinded with the guy for like forty five minutes. 
you walk in and everyone is like in these Nike pro spandex and like tank tops and everyone's just like in a circle. And then, then people are just like grinding. <laughs> and I'm it's just, just so cringe. Look it was so, them, like, oh my gosh. It's just so funny to look back on because it was literally like my first experience with grinding. Like I was I mean, like, what you were a supervisor at that dance and you're watching these like 16 year olds getting it on on the dance floor. I'd be a little disturbed. Like I thought I was so old at the time. I was like, I'm so mature. I'm going to a dance. I'm like, grind. It's so crazy. It's like, it's so funny because we, I feel like we had so many memories from the freaking NXN dance. Like all I remember is just, us being like, I would like look around and you see like the team that won. Yeah, like, won. Manly, I'm like, whoa, they were like so like stiff before the race. Fayetteville Manliest was the like top school in the nation. I don't know anything about high school rankings anymore, but back then they won NXN like five years in a row and they were so, so intimidating. Like on the start line, I was like, so they were from New York and you were like, oh no, you don't mess with Fayetteville Manliest. And then we went to the NXN dance after they like won. They were the wildest people like on the twerking. Dance. I'm like, Whoa. they were like twerking, like the wildest people on the dance floor. Unleashed. Like they had never been off the leash before. They were just <laughs> going wild. And I was like, I've never seen so many runners in one place dancing. It was just, it was a lot to take in. And I was contributing to it. Okay. And then like, you would just have guys come dance with you. And they were, I just remember like the second place guy and like the third place guy at NXN like came and danced with people on our team. I danced with the fourth place. I was 122nd, so leveling up. <laughs> but then it was just like, and then it kind of carried over to Foot Locker, which was in San Diego. <laughs> oh, the Foot Locker dance we went to them when we didn't even do Foot Locker. <laughs> so our high school team, the girls on the team, crashed the Foot Locker the dance. The tea is being spilled. The tea is being spilled. See, we, we haven't ever told these stories. Have we never told that before? No, we've never told these stories. Like, we crashed the Foot Locker dance. We, none of us none of us made it. The only person that made it from our team was one of the guys on our team. And he was dating one of the girls on our team. And he told us to come to the dance. So we drive all the way to their hotel and like walk into this room. <laughs> Just imagine like the footlocker is like really small too. There's only like, 50, yeah, it's like 60 kids, 55. Right? Yeah. 60 kids that run at footlockers. The dance was like so small. And then you just have a group of five girls that no one knows who they are, except for some of the guys. <laughs> and then we were just like walking around the hotel. And I can't. What were we doing? We, we, want to go we were like so sneaky. I was like, I remember feeling a little like on edge. I was like, I mean, it's... I was definitely on edge there. Like that was weird. I was kind of embarrassed. Well, the, the dance was like not not popping. So then we left. No, and we were just kind of walking around the hotel. The and we were like, I remember I took a picture with Foots and Zen Salasi's jacket. I grinded with him. <laughs> Stop. I remember. I was like, this is Footsum. Stop. Shout out. Stop. Um, and then you, we, I don't know, we just like hung out with some of the guys or whatever. And then the thing about these meets is that people would be set up with yeah. like people would be set up like guys would be interested in girls and it was just like it's a very weird vibe such a weird vibe it was it was just an interesting experience it's high schoolers being high schoolers it's so high schoolers what? being high schoolers and I, romantic I, vibes. I truly it must be worse now because of social media like i can't imagine going to some of these 
high level meets because people know each other now and you can talk before like yeah. we were not chatting with these random people from like I don't know these big meets beforehand we didn't really know who they were because social media didn't exist yet except for Facebook chats which <laughs> we still didn't know that many people and then yeah, yeah so you like go to these meets and you like dance with someone at the dance and then someone would like come tell you like some guy that you know comes tells you like blah 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 is like interested in you and then you like co- you like go back to the team you're like this person says they're interested in me and then I don't know oh. it's just like such a weird I mean yeah I guess it still kind of happens now in your 20s I mean it does people don't really grow up I mean that is true it's just a different scenario you just don't have to pull off your dance you're at the bar so yeah that's but it's like less exciting though it is this is like young this is like young youth just like starting to like guys type of vibe yeah you're right yeah I also remember NXN doing our really bad cheer that we did on the starting line that was really embarrassing I remember trying really hard to get into the video because they always had this big video at the end and me and Shino wanted to do it we did our separate cheer from you and the rest of the team because we wanted to get on the end of the stupid highlight video the highlight video and we made it no, so, like, we were, like doing some like extra like weird stuff before the the start. We had a good we had a good cheer too. It was the, the strawberry shortcake one. Remember? I can't believe you were doing cheers. I forgot about those. Did I do those in college? We say ducks on three. One, two, three. Oh, I'm trying to nervous. Like think about how nervous I was doing the cheers. Same, same, hurt, same. same. Uh, okay, wait, do you cross country meets were the most nerve wracking? Do you remember the NXN cheer that we did? strawberry shortcake banana split we think your team runs runs like shift to the left left shift to the right right. i forgot about that that how embarrassing is that though because then we just did horrible but then we just did this really obnoxious cheer on the starting line for everyone to hear us we always blame it on the fact that we're from california that we couldn't make it in the mud like what do you mean no we just sucked that day we're from California, we're on out the outside. Excuses. I mean, hey, they had a, I'm just saying, they had a better starting spot. That's true. But that's probably because they won six years in a row. I know, they guess they earned it. But come on, give the other team from California a chance. It's okay. You know, at least Not we really made it a couple of years. It. Not dwelling on it at 26, so. <laughs> I go to bed thinking about Faithful Manlius' starting I about position. Manlius. That's the last night, actually. Okay, I know that the tea is just getting started, but we have a brief little intermission here to talk about today's sponsor, which is Green Chef. You guys know I love Green Chef. I've been working with them for a while now, and that's because I truly love their meals. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or you're just looking to eat healthier like me, there's a range of recipes to suit literally any kind of diet or preference. So the thing I love most about Green Chef has to be the convenience factor. Everything is delivered straight to your door, which is absolutely incredible because I feel like this time of the year, it's the holidays. I feel like every single time I go into the grocery store, the lines are insane. And then also the grocery store is just packed. And I feel like there's not really that great of options available. Like the produce just doesn't seem to be on par because everything's gone because so many people are shopping for the holidays. But Green Chef makes it easy. Everything is pre-measured and pre-portioned and delivered straight to you. Also, the meals are phenomenal. I've been getting the plant-based box recently. I'm not strictly plant-based, but the plant-based box, like the recipes are so good that I get it every single time. 
The recipes are really easy to follow too and they also take like 30 minutes to make, which is very manageable for my weekday, even though I'm a very busy woman these days, but we make it happen because the meals are just so easy and so good. So if you guys are interested in checking out Green Chef, highly, highly recommend. Just go to greenchef.com slash coldbrew10 and use code coldbrew10 to get 10 free meals plus free shipping. That is greenchef.com slash coldbrew10 and use code coldbrew10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. Now let's get back into the episode and spill some more tea. Well, now we can kind of, I don't want, I feel like we've just talked about so many random things. I'm hoping this isn't like too niche for people. Who knows? Depends on the demographic. Are these people in high school or college now? I think it's both, but I feel like people are interested. I mean, I am, but maybe it's because it's my life. <laughs> I mean, I love talking about this stuff because it's literally what happened to me, so. But I feel like it is interesting. Like, just high school, it was just so wild. Like, just talking to so many random people, meeting so many random people, going to these, like, cool running meets that it was, like, you get so much free gear. You talk to these, like, super fast guys. And I was like, oh, my yeah. goodness. And I had major speed goggles. Like, that was the thing. You, this is the thing with Emma. Here's some tea. You've always had that. You've always had like speed goggles for runner guy. Like I've never really had that. Other than the one, the cathedral exception, which I don't like to dwell on because it's a little embarrassing. Other than that, I think that scarred me from that point on after that rejection. I was like, I don't, I'm never gonna like a runner guy ever again. Okay. I had this thing in high school, especially. And I think it's still kind of carried over to my like professional life, but I don't, it's not the same. It's, it's not defined by running anymore, but I, I, had this thing in high school where the the guy that I liked had to be the equivalent of me like good at running or better like they couldn't be a worse such a small aspect of life like no one even runs like the amount of men who run in the world it's like I don't even want to know point zero 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 one yeah but it's just I don't know why I it's an innate I don't know it's just like ingrained in me I feel like you can't change like can I change that I don't know you're probably born with that I was born. I needed to have someone that equals success of running and better. Are your kids going to run? I don't know. What does that have to do with my kids? I'm not even dating well, anyone. You're saying you need to marry a runner so your kids are good at running. I did not say you need to marry a runner. I said this doesn't. I guess my, my dating standards aren't defined by running anymore. But I oh, think that I think same aspect, were. that same aspect, kind of carries over into like my like older life. Not with running though, just with like I don't know other things. What, being active. No, like being active or just like work life. Like I just want someone motivated, you know? Yeah. Someone who has goals. We don't want a couch potato. Yeah. That's the Um, Also from high school, I, I had a really like. (laughs) What? I, you know, I talked to this guy. I talked to this guy every single day. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? You talked, you had a few and you went, this is another thing for Emma. A few. Emma would always, for every school dance, wouldn't find the most obscure, like, person who didn't go to our high school. That was, like, usually a runner. I'm like, I guess I had two taste. hours away. I had different taste. That was just funny. I forgot about that. Like, those random, like, those random guys you would find running team in, like, Orange County. Like, I always, when I was driving to Orange County last year, I would always see that, like, El Toro <laughs> Road, and I was like, El Toro guy. Stop. And I always okay, think no, I'm talking about, okay, yes, I went to dance with two different people from random high schools that were runners, but the one I'm talking about, Ellie, is the one I would face them for literally like four hours, multiple times a week that lived in a different state and was a runner. And I did, I only saw him twice a year. Does his name rhyme, rhyme with? Stop. 
No, don't say the name. I said it. Does his name rhyme with? No one knows what that means. No one. I'm not the putting this in. Could be... I'm not putting this in. His name could be. Okay, so you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Maybe I'll just bleep it out. Bleep it out, and I'll <laughs> yeah, leave it out your mouth. His name can rhyme with. Yeah. Um, okay, now I get it. Well, I was like thinking about that other guy. Remember that one guy that was like, was that you trying to kiss that guy on the track? On the track? That one guy's name. I was trying to kiss a guy on the track. Yes. What was his name? Remember, it was like a whole thing after one of the track meets, and then it was like kiss, kiss, kiss. It was like Shinoa was really, but no, I know it was Shinoa. I don't know if that was with Shinoa and some guy or you and some guy. No, that was with Shinoa and what's that guy's name? Harrison. Oh, that too. But there was another guy that was like India that was a freshman or like oh. younger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I had a thing with my first heartbreak was the freshman year of high school. When heartbreak. I, <laughs> the first time I got my heart broken was honestly back. the first time I got my heart broken was by this guy that went to a different school. And we talked for a couple months. We were texting on my freaking envy, my orange envy. And we were pretty serious. Oh God, and we went to it. We went to one of my friend's dances that we was having at his house. And then he didn't dance with me and it broke my heart. And then he ghosted me. So and never said why. And that was my first heartbreak. And I have never forgotten about it. Still think about that. I still think about that. He's the one that you got away. therapy for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. At least you're working through that. Um, okay. Anyway, so we can get into college now. It's literally already been 45 minutes. <laughs> Has it really? Yeah, I'm like concerned. We haven't talked about anything, I feel like. Oh my god. Um, yeah, college. What do we want yeah. to talk about? Well, I just feel like did you have like some big memory does that stick out? Because I can talk kind of talk about some of mine and maybe you can think Yeah, about why don't you just start with yours and I'll like see if I can relate? Okay. Um well we can kind of talk about inner team dating because I feel like that's always interesting for people. And I honestly don't recommend it because I think that it's, it doesn't really work out that often. <laughs> sometimes no. it does. Like sometimes it's you, you find the right person, but a lot of the time it doesn't. And I was actually in a love triangle my freshman year of college. And that was pretty rough. Um, kind of went through the ringer there with a guy. I'm, I'm not going to say actually it was a guy. I'm, oh, it was no do I say it was a guy on my team I can say it was a guy on my team yeah I feel like it was a guy on my team yeah it was a guy on my team and we were in a love triangle and it was dramatic honestly it was like pretty dramatic um and again it was kind of traumatizing but we eventually ended in after like six months so it wasn't that big of a deal I guess but um that's why I don't really recommend inter-team dating we had a little bit of it on our team it wasn't like crazy because I feel like we didn't really hang out with the Oregon guys that much to be honest but really yeah, but any of the- have, like, weekend hangouts or parties? Well, we didn't really party at Oregon Alley. We only party- Oh, right, because you were trying to be good at running. <laughs> forgot. Okay, well, this is the other thing I kind of forgot. forgot you went to Oregon. I did have a little party phase, though. As I, mean, I feel like- I hope. I hope everyone has a little party phase in college. Like, have a little fun. Yeah, everyone should have a little fun. And I, I did for like, six, for, like, six months of freshman year. I- I had fun, a little too much fun. Um, and then I kind of yeah, had to rein it. And then I kind of had to rein it in. Um, and then I went out like five times a year, and we would go out after like NCAA's, and that was basically it. I remember freshman year, like track season, I was calling mom, and I was like, 
I don't understand why I'm not improving. Like I'm doing everything I can. Like I'm running so hard in practice. You know, I'm going out like three times a week, eating fried chicken steak, like some weird, like <laughs> food at the dining hall. Like I'm not, I'm not doing anything. And like, right. The little things are lacking. Like, <laughs> I was so confused. I genuinely thought I was like trying so hard. And then I got to my senior year and I was like, oh, this is <laughs> more of what you need to do. to. Okay, so that's the thing though. Like when I did have my little like phase that I went through, not that I was going out all the time, but it was just, I mean, I, I didn't really party at all in high school or anything. Um, so it was just more than ever before. Like, I feel like yeah. a lot of people in college, um, and I was still like running well. That was the thing is I was improving. So I was like, Oh yeah. It was like, I was still improving too, but it was just like very minimal. Or I was like kind of tying my high school time. And I was just like, I feel like I'm trying, like I'm doing harder workouts than I was in high school. Yeah. I don't know. There's just like, that's my freshman year. It's just like, it's so. Freshman year is not great. It's like. <laughs> it's just so like. I should have registered. I wish I could have saved another year. I, that was the. You what? That was a wash. I should have just redshirted my freshman year. Cause I ended up getting like a knee injury too during track. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I didn't really need to redshirt cause there was nothing really that was like really impacting me. And like I said, I was still getting better as the season yeah. went on. So like nothing was really wrong with me, but I do feel, and I feel like I didn't really have that hard of a transition into the training and stuff. Like, I feel like I was fine, but I feel yeah. like a lot of freshmen would benefit from redshirting. And that's why a lot of freshmen do. Cause the, like the transition period and just like getting used to that I, atmosphere is just like, so different. I mean, you're Not just, that being a redshirt like gives you an excuse to like go out every weekend, but I, I think everyone like needs freshman- that party year in college. They just need to like get that out of their system. And then <laughs> No, but I just feel like, I don't know if you're, when you're first introduced to it, it's like a lot more exciting than, you know, by senior year, you're like, all right. Yeah. I, re- I know. I remember like going out and I would like rally for the long run the next day. And I'd be like, so confused, but at the senior girls were not going out. I'm like, oh my God. Like I went out last night. Like, it was so much fun. Like, why were you guys not out last night? And they're like, oh my God, you don't even know. And I got to my <laughs> senior year and I was like, I 100% understand. Yeah. Um, I remember I just had like a really rough night out my freshman year once. So and then I came back nights. the next day and like did a long run and it was one of the best long runs of my life. That is the most confusing thing. I will never really understand that. I think because you like disassociate to the first half, you're still coming out of the fog. Maybe, but I did it at like 6 p.m. So <laughs> I just felt really good. I remember really I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know, but um anyways that phase didn't last long at all anyway so no it's definitely not it's definitely not tolerated so definitely not accepted so so we went to steamboat springs one year my sophomore year and i got I there and ellie was there we had to run on the treadmill because the footing was like so bad it was so snowy there and yeah. we ran on the treadmill every day i remember doing like a like a three to four mile tempo run on the treadmill and like I've had sensitive Achilles in the past and my Achilles just like was on thin ice which is a pun intended because then one of the days for some reason I don't know what was wrong with me in my head but I decided I've definitely told this I think on the podcast on my YouTube channel and I literally laced up my Nike victory spikes went out on the icy street and decided to run eight, four hundreds at like 70 second pace on ice in my spikes. I remember watching that. And mom and dad, for some reason, were like, yeah, great. We'll support it. <laughs> and I, Fitness. Think, no I days don't know off. why no one stopped me. Like, why was no one like, what are you doing? 
Um, anything for the fitness, Emma, obviously. Anything for the fitness. I was so dedicated. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, uh-oh. Because uh -oh. I injured. Again. <laughs> I was injured. And I knew it immediately because I have. <laughs> I was injured. I had Achilles problems in the past in high school and I knew it immediately. And I was like, oh my goodness, what did I do? I tried to get fitter and then I was out for like six weeks. Anyway, so that was, I don't even remember if I told my coach the truth. I don't remember what I did that I ran in spikes on ice, which don't do it if you're listening to this podcast, because um, you might hurt your Achilles. But uh, I remember, so I had to like cross train for, I don't know, six weeks after that, which is just always oh, it's six weeks alone time. in the wreck and like just lonely you know and there was one night and i would always wait till last minute i'm a procrastinator and there was no both procrastinate a lot of workouts yeah no and I, I wanted to talk about that too but there was one day where i had to go swim or aqua dog or something and i was sitting on i was like sitting with my roommate um in our house and i was in my swimsuit i remember and i was like just started like flinging my body, like kind of on the couch, just kind of up and flinging down. Your like, body? Like, yeah. Just like kind of like throwing a fake tantrum. It was fake. It was sarcastic or whatever. And I was like, uh, oh, I don't, I don't want to go. And then as I said it and I like, leapt down onto the couch, I just heard, <laughs> heard a giant snap. And I was like, and my roommate looks, my roommate looks at me. She's like, did you just break that couch? And I was like, yeah. I thought you were saying you broke a bone. No, I broke a couch. I remember which... you getting a fracture. Yeah, no, I had no fractures. I just broke the couch. From a couch tantrum. Yeah, so I broke a couch from throwing a tantrum to go cross-training. Um, I, I still went cross-training, I'm pretty sure, after that. Oh, of course. So, course dedicated. Absolutely. Also, talking about dedication is, like, I only remember missing one long run. I'm going into dedication. Also, just talking about how freaking dedicated I was. Um, I only missed one long run once in college, like, out of my whole entire college career because I was like at running camp and I couldn't do it and it stressed me out so much but uh also talking about dedication is that we there are times in the summer or like over breaks where we would literally procrastinate our runs until I would leave the house to go drive to 24-hour fitness at 11 p.m me and you always said at 11 p.m 11 p.m six mile run that's like why like because we were just running so much it was like the thought of like having we needed like extra hours and you yeah know, I think I just wanted extra hours in the day but I don't think anyone like on my team would ever do that no I, think like, I feel like I would tell my teammates that they're like why don't you just like not run that day I'm like I don't know like I still want to get it in you know like I was just being lazy and procrastinating it I mean anything to get the run in I remember one time I did a long run with no insoles in my shoes because I was too afraid to tell the girl that was driving that I forgot them because she was scary and so I just ran the whole run and then got injured for three weeks <laughs> or when I when I scarfed down six Reese's eggs before I went running and I had the worst run of my life but I refused to tell anyone that the reason why I was feeling so ill was because I ate six Reese's eggs immediately before coming to practice just keep it big always keep it big yeah I was like oh man I must have eaten something my stomach really hurts my stomach really hurts oh maybe it's the giant like pound <laughs> of Reese's eggs that you just ate eggs the size of my head that I ate <laughs> couldn't be that uh, um, what else? I had some pretty bad, uh, like, or I had some pretty hard workouts in college too, like some pretty traumatic ones. Oh, there was one, traumatic workouts for college for sure. There was one that Nikki and I did and my other friend, Ashley, 
And we got kicked off the track actually because we were doing so poorly. I think I might have talked about this in my episode with Nikki. I don't remember. She <laughs> always just repeats bad. stories. I'm running out of stories. Um, but we had this like 800 workout and we were like our time to hit was like 230, 233 or something. Yeah. And it was like a cut down workout. And for the life of us, we could not hit 233. Like we started off, it was like 237. And my coach was like, okay, start that over. Like, that's not acceptable. You're not starting at 237. You can't just start over though. Like that's a story. I know, hard. I know. She's like, she's like, okay, rec leg, jog a lap and we're starting over. Recollect. And I was like, yeah, my leg's just going to go away after this lap. <laughs> yeah. So then I, we I just jogged do the lap or whatever. I'm good. And so this is my freshman year. Like everything was so lighthearted my freshman year. Honestly, I was just like kind of in awe that I was running at Oregon and I was like, ah, what's going on? And then <laughs> we did the next one. And again, it was like 235. And my coach was Gotta like, start over. Yeah, I know. And, and she's like, okay, that's fine. Like, whatever. We'll just start here, I guess. And like, obviously, like, kind of visibly like annoyed and like upset with us a little bit. And we're like, okay. And then we like do the when next the one. the coaches get annoyed and you're like, I physically can't do- go any harder. But it was like, we weren't even that tired. I don't know what it was. It was like it was just down off, the last yeah. stretch. Like, we could not move the legs. And then we did our third one, I remember. And it was supposed to be like 233. Again, just hit the 233 one time. Again, yeah. 235. And this time, the, down the last straight off the Bowerman curve, it was me, me and Nikki and I side by side blades out like arms are just when we are oh, just life to hit that 233 again it was like 235 and my coach was like get off the track like get off the track and so we got literally that was the only time i've ever gotten kicked off the track and i mean i was just kind of laughing because it was just like stupid and i was like okay like i mean it wasn't gonna happen on the day but i remember yeah nikki and i were laughing and then ashley i think was like genuinely concerned about her fitness level but then like the next weekend she ran 416 so she yeah. was fine just one of those, sometimes that just happens. You just like can't hit that specific number. Yeah. And then I remember one other time, my freshman year, this is all my freshman year. I did a 400 workout and it was eight 400s and it was at mile pace. So I was going like, started out 72s and I just remember it being so excruciating and one of those days where it just hurts from the first repeat yeah and it was just like it was my first kind of experience like going that fast and doing that little did I know it would only get harder as the years went on at school like the times would get faster or whatever but it was just like such a shock to the system my freshman year and I after like the last one I, I don't know if I like got down on the ground or like kind of fell to the ground or something like so dramatic which is unlike me and the men's coach just looks at me and says get up (laughs) <laughs> I never did it again and it's so dramatic because oh, I was like I was literally running 72s which is like I mean it's good but yeah. just like looking at that workout my senior year I'm like what was I doing like on the ground like, on the ground but yak yeah literally about to get up and I got up immediately I was like so oh my god yeah those that's... Are some of the funny workouts that I remember from college what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The only one that's really sticking out to me right now is the tempo work. Because I had a lot of tempo stuff, so I was doing longer distance. Mm-hmm. A lot of my thing was like a stomach problem. Like I would like start feeling like I had to go to the bathroom immediately. But I'd only be about a mile into my seven mile run, like tempo run. So and I remember one time it was like a three by five. It was like a three by five mile tempo break. And another three by five mile tempo. My tempo tummy was already kicking in at half mile in. And it was like, Emma, it was like on the verge, like it was on the brink where I was just going to explode. Like I was like, Ew, I'm, not, I'm not okay. And I ended up, I made it through the entire thing, but I was on that, tw- I booked it. Like we were supposed to do a lap around the track after cool down. I was like, absolutely not. I booked it to the bathroom and I was on that toilet for an hour. And I came out and it was pitch black and I did my cool down by myself in the dark. My coach was still waiting for me. She's like, are you okay? I was like, absolutely not. But I got the workout in, so. Yeah, that's so funny though. Cause I feel like I didn't, I feel like I didn't really get that bad of tempo tummy when I was in high school. Again, I feel like I just didn't, maybe the tempos weren't long enough or whatever, but yeah. my freshman year at Vanderbilt, Oh, not good. we would do, we would do like five mile tempo runs. And that was just so like, yeah, I know we only did like what three miles and like, yeah, we did like three miles. So I feel like, I don't know. The stomach wasn't really that like traumatized, but there right. were some bad, I remember my birthday, my 18th birthday at Vanderbilt. I, it was like, it would just wreak havoc on my stomach. For I mean, once it's already like that, you're day. a goner. You're a goner. Like once it starts churning, you're like, I'm screwed. I'm out like, for hours. I can't. Oh, I couldn't even eat for like four hours after that. I was like, I am not okay. And I think the problem with this, like it's never happened my senior year because we would do our workouts in the morning. So I'd be like on an emptier stomach, but we'd be doing these at like four, three thirty. I had like two meals in me, like eating whatever fried steak at the dining hall. I don't know. And like. I wonder why I had these stomach problems. But like. Okay. Yes, that is so true. And I feel like that's why it didn't happen to me when I went to Oregon. I don't think it exactly. ever happened really because we worked out in the morning at like 9am. No, so you had time to have full breakfast, breakfast go back to the bathroom and everything. So I was like, I nailed down the nutrition aspect where I never yeah. had to deal with that. But at Vanderbilt, it was like workout at six in the morning, like you're scarfing down a bar. You're like still processing last night's food. That bar at 6am hits wrong. And that was like when I first started getting introduced to coffee too. So it was just like the combination of everything. I and forgot about the, that. The like slow, like the slow coffee, uh, addiction. Like yeah, I started the really coffee small. addiction starts. And I think just that combined with everything else, just like wreaked havoc on my Vanderbilt stomach, but my Vandy stomach, my Vandy stomach was not okay. <laughs> but yeah, that tempo runs. And when your stomach hurts, those two just do not mix at all. Yeah. But. Um, Okay, well, I'm trying to think of, like, anything else in college. I mean, everyone goes out after NCAAs. There's, like, giant NCAA parties. Um, and did you go to one when you were at NCAAs? I don't know. Not after my track meet. But I remember we went to one two years post-graduation, and it was in Texas. Oh and we were on the gosh, dance floor. We didn't race. 
again, that just was going, the only up places, <laughs> going up to places that we are not really invited to. Like, why are we there? Absolutely Actually, okay, just invited. kidding. We were definitely invited, but it was just a weird vibe. But we were graduated. Because we were graduated already. I was still running, but like they didn't know who I was, obviously. No, Wait. but like the most exciting time of the year at Oregon was like these post NCAA parties, but it was disturbing. I'm not going to lie. These things were disturbing because again you have people that don't go out ever and maybe they have a couple too many drinks that's the thing it's zero to 100 100 and people go insane and you just see these characters like random people from different schools just coming up to like this house or whatever and it's just like the things that you will see at those parties is just fun you can't see like weird pairings, weirdest conversations. I remember I had a conversation with like some guy that won some race at track nationals for like literally an hour. I'm like, what did I talk about? Like to this guy for an hour? Like, how was I talking to him for an hour? I don't really get it. It kind of seems like you're in a simulation in the moment. Um, a lot of weird couples form out of those parties. And then I mean, everyone you get is what, two nights a year. Three yeah, nights? yeah. Two nights. Maybe one so- during the summer. So some relationships blossom though from the NCAA parties a little bit. Oh, some future marriages, maybe. I don't you never know. know. You never know what can I'm happen. I'm sure one marriage has happened from an NCAA party. I think so. I mean, there you get close to people very fast because it's just such a tight knit environment. Right, it's such a close knit. Everyone's really on the same page, like same <laughs> interests, same life path. I will say it's really fun. I remember we hosted like a pregame one of my years that we were there. And so there was a ton of people at our house. And I remember I was kicking everyone out because we were going to someone else's house. And it was like so gross on our floor that when I was like, I was like, all right. Because of of course I have a loud voice. Um, So everyone's like, I'm I'm like, I kick everyone out. I was like, okay. So I'm like, okay, everyone. ah!" And then as I like am walking into the room, I just eat it. And I like, I slip on our floor and everyone is just pointing and laughing. Like everyone is just standing over me, like pointing and laughing. I've never been so mortified. And that's how I got injured. (laughs) Well, it was the end of the season, so it didn't matter. Yeah. But that's just like- Bring all the injuries. I mean, it's just like so funny. The- things that happen after the season's over but college is just such a unique time and I mean, honestly yeah, I do miss it it's like it's just so hard to you're just not around people that are your age like that mm. and you're not like I kind of miss running like just like having those like I mean the satisfaction that's another thing I will never like I mean maybe I'll have it again if I like I don't know I know it's hard work. it's hard to find the satisfaction of like doing like super well in a race or like qualifying to this or like winning NCAAs I'm like where am I going to find that satisfaction again in my life I mean even finishing those workouts I would be like that yes. it's 8 a.m I just accomplished a 12 miler like with an eight mile tempo at whatever five whatever pace I'm like who is doing I just felt like I was such a superhero because I kind of like we kind of were I was like that's insane I know some of the things that I like did I feel like I was superhuman almost because now I'm like looking back I'm like Seriously? how did I do that for literally so many years on end and I'm like trying to I feel like if I do get back into it though it's going to be rewarding like we could get back into it if we wanted but I know I don't know what I mean. like it's just so like I think about it but I'm just like there's so much sacrifice with it I know like, there is there is a lot of sacrifice and that's a thing that I feel like people you just have to come to realize like yeah it's really hard are. to mimic that environment and I feel like even pros pro teams have a hard time doing it I mean now it's better because I feel like more teams are popping up but for a while it's like these proteins are trying to mimic the environment of what college is like 
But again, it's so hard because everyone's working. Kind of sad now. I kind of miss it. <laughs> being like 19 and just being like, it really, when I was running on that protein, like it was not the same. Like, yeah, it just, it, I mean, it's just not the same. It's not, it's so individual. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, Cause yeah, everyone's working. Everyone has what, like, I mean, even as an adult now, I'm realizing like how much stuff you have to do. Like, you just have so many more responsibilities. I don't have kids yet. Like, but when you have like your own apartment or like whatever, and like you just have so many more things to manage. I know. Compared Money to like, is a big issue. Like, there's just so many things. Yeah. There's just like a lot of little things you have to worry about instead of like college where it was just, or even high school, it was just like a one track mind. Like high school, it was like, okay, you graduate and you, you get into college, you get recruited for yeah. running and you go to college. Then you go to college and you win to NCAA, you win NCAA, you qualify to NCAA, you run this time and you qualify here. And like, everything is so structured. And like, I feel like it was so just structured. meant to be so satisfying. Like there's just so many things that you can do. And I feel like the goals were just basically kind of handed to you, at least for me. Yeah. That's what it was just handed, handed to, to you. It's like, this is what you should be going towards or working yeah. towards. So I feel like it was just really satisfying when you accomplished that or like when, I don't know, when your team accomplishes something like that. I just was so. never scattered back then. Like, I feel like I was like, now it's kind of like easier to just kind of be all over the place. Whereas then, like you said, it's like a one track mind. You're just like, this is my goal and that's it. Yeah. But then so. high school was like, I feel like high school is a good mix of everything. But then again, I feel like I just had more energy and I also was like, I will never understand high school. No responsibility. We didn't have responsibilities in high school. That was a thing. I mean, like, I mean, it was school and running and social yeah. life, I guess, but we didn't have like to worry about paying a rent or anything. It's like, I guess you just don't have the little extra stressors. True. I feel like now too, it's just like the future is so up in the air. So that's like the biggest stressor because there's just so many different ways you can go. Yeah. It's like the world is kind of your oyster. Then you like feel stuck at the same time. Yeah. It's a weird vibe, but we're navigating it well. I mean, we're doing well. That's the thing. It's like just day by day. Like, I feel like in high school, I was more okay with taking things slower almost like I was just never really thinking about like two years from now I was kind of just like every day was I did stuff like little things every day and it like all stacked up whereas now I'm like really stressed about like being almost 27 and like not having like a house soon like I just feel like I'm more like I need to get things done fast where it's like why I'm still in my 20s I think that's why time flies so much faster when you're older because you just stress out about the future more compared to like college I mean it's only I wasn't even there for four years I know and I feel like each season was so long because so I cross country season, cross country season out. so long. Cause you started in June and you ended in November. And I just felt like that was so long. And then now just being like a working individual, I'm like, time it's has flown by. It's December. It's December. And I'm like, like when I was in college, I just felt like it just took forever. Like I was like, I can't wait for track season. Like I know. all year. And I just felt like, like uh, indoor track. I want to get to outdoor track. No, no indoor, no indoor. I want outdoor. I want indoor outdoor, months whatever. long. It's months long. Like months now. I can't believe, I don't even know what I did in November. I know. So I'm like, but how do I fix that? What do I do? I'm like, I have another birthday coming up. What? No. 27. I was supposed to stop aging at 25. I don't know what is happening. Oh, <laughs> uh. uh, um, okay. Well, do you have any like, I mean, we we don't have to drag this on for <laughs> that much longer. Do you have any, like, post-grad, I guess, memories from your running career at all? My running career? Um, I Just the difference between college and professional running. Yeah. Like, we, we kind of already covered it with, like, you just kind of lack the, the team. It's like you still have a team, though. Yeah. But something about, I don't know, the camaraderie was, like, so much stronger in college. 
Not that it was like necessarily bad though. Like I kind of enjoyed like doing my own thing and like being able to train for longer distances, which yeah. you can't really do in college. Like there's a lot more opportunity in that, like going like longer distance schools. So I like that part of it. It's just harder because I feel like money is involved. So it's yeah. like once so the money gets involved, it just it I feel like that's almost with everything. It was like if it's not just a hobby or passion anymore, like once it starts becoming a career, that's yeah, when it starts really becoming like a little that. bit more stressful. I didn't really like that. Yeah. Even though, I mean, even in college, like with the scholarship stuff, I feel like, I mean, it was more disclosed. Like, I feel like people didn't really talk about it that much, I guess. Or, I mean, no. some people made it very clear on the team that <laughs> they yeah. were on a lot of money and you knew it, but I feel like it wasn't talked about that much. I feel like it's just more kind of open maybe after college. I don't know. Or just like, no one's kind of making money. So then it's just like, everyone's kind of trying to figure out their way. I know it's like I'm trying to think of like how I would do things differently because like now I'm in Boulder and I feel like I should have just moved here and like trained I was telling you this other day like I should have just gotten a job and then like trained with people in Colorado like I love training here I think that was my problem I was training in San Diego and Atlanta and those are just not the best running spots at all like here I'm like I genuinely want to run more because I have trails yeah to run with like it just I think the people you have to find the right team yeah the right environment that's what's going to help you the most after college yeah for sure having other people that kind of have like a similar like track mind to you I mean it's the same in yeah. college like you in college yourself, too yeah yeah you surround yourself with people that are have the same goals as you so you kind of have to figure that out after figure that out after college but it's just harder because everyone's scattered everywhere everywhere and there's not yeah there's not it's just not like college <laughs> yeah it's just like different um I also like, cause I started working in the track world, like the professional track world right. right out of college. And that was insane. Like just seeing the difference of like, when you're in college, I mean, we had rules, like we would go on trips. We weren't allowed in the guys' rooms and girl and guys weren't allowed in the girls' rooms. We like had to wear right. a uniform and everything. And like, I mean, when I went to like professional, like when I started working on the other side of it, I was like a lot of meets were really disorganized, which is what I came to realize. Cause I feel like in college, again, you have everything given to you. Like the meets yeah. are, you have a bus that's chartered to whatever your school. And then you get per diem and everything's lined up. You have an itinerary, whatever, you know, exactly what to wear. And then professional, like when I would travel, um, these like out of country meets, like everything was just kind of like all over the place and like really, really yeah. disorganized and I was like like people wouldn't make their flight and then it would just be kind of a mess like I remember waiting at an airport for like two hours with all of these professional athletes because the bus didn't show up in some random country and you're like oh my goodness so I just like kind of realized that I also realized that a lot of like the staff behind the scenes loves to party um yeah <laughs> like, there's just, like, like, everyone's just way more adult and like it's almost like it's more chill even though you're professional. So it doesn't really make sense, but it's like, I guess there's just more flexibility. Yeah. Well, I mean, outside of the sport. Yeah. There's more flexibility and uh, yeah. I mean, I guess everyone's just like adults. I don't know. Like it would just, it would just be odd. Like, I don't know. I'd be going out. I'd be going out with random agents and then people would just be like out until the break of dawn. And then they would like go to the track meet the next day. And I guess when I was like running, like you just have no idea what like people are doing behind the yeah. scenes a lot so of boundaries like, are crossed almost it's just yeah. like you're more friends with the coaches they're like closer in age now it seems like or like life trajectory well I just remember going on to um when I was at Oregon I like went to pre-classic and I went up in this like little corral thing 
And yeah. it was like up above some part of Hayward. And it was like all of the Nike executives, like it was all these like really high level people. And I like got in because of the job or whatever. Yeah. So I like walk up there and I'm like, I am do not belong here. <laughs> I was like carrying hey, a camera. Never. It was like fake it till you make it. What? Fake it till you make it. No, I I mean it was obvious that I didn't belong there. Like it was all old it men and then me walking up with my vlog camera and they're like who is this? And it was like, and it was just funny. I don't know. It was just like, again, I was so new to it. And I was like, I used to like be running at this school. And then now I'm sitting here with all these like random, like high level executives of USATF and things. It's That's just like, actually a good point. I feel like it's a lot of like shock. Like I remember I was like, am I really running professionally? Like I was kind of just like, I mean, cause I never even expected it to be doing that, like running or doing anything after college. So I was just kind of yeah. like confused the entire time. Yeah. And I was like, do I even, like, I think you would, like, go through, because you're going through so much in your 20s anyways, so it's, like, I think like I was just constantly questioning if I should still be running, because I was, like, I think that's, that's just your 20s, and you're always questioning what you're doing, so that was, like, me a lot of the time, I was, like, is this the right path, is this not the right path, like, I think I'm having fun, whereas in college, and high school, once again, I wasn't really thinking about the future. Well, because it's given to you, you know what you have to do. I know, and now it's just, like, I don't know, I guess I could run again, and I go, are you gonna run again? Know? Uh, I mean, if I run again, it's gonna be like for the marathon. I'm not gonna like go back to like professional track or anything like that, bro. Okay, I mean that's fine. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, now that I'm in Boulder, it's like I'm kind of like picking it up again. But I'm doing it, like I said, for mental health. It actually makes me feel happier, which is a little I never experienced that in college. It was just we were always forced. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's the shift. Is that once you realize that it actually like you enjoy doing it for your own personal benefit instead of like it being a chore. Like maybe I won't go run at 11 p.m. now. You know. I'm definitely not going to go to 24 hour fitness at 1136, but Hey, I know now it's like, if I want to, I love the, like not having the pressure now. Cause it makes it so much more enjoyable in all of my runs. I'm just like, wow, yeah, I- it's just finding the meaning of it again. I feel like you just kind of have to redefine that for yourself after school. And I mean, in reality, like a lot of people aren't going to be professional runners. It's very hard to like get a contract. It really is. It's like, you can't, I mean, I was a good runner and I, there was no way I could afford to be a professional runner after college. So it's like, you have to come to that reality at some point and realize that it's not going to happen. And that's when you just have to kind of start redefining what running means to you. And it's hard. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I mean, anyone can, that follows me in any of my platforms have seen all of like what I've gone through and everything, but I mean, it's I a huge know. identity crisis when you've yeah. done it. That was your entire childhood. Yeah. So you know, Ellie and I are still figuring it out and everything, but again, I feel like we just, I like, when I look back on my running career and what it's been so far, like I genuinely love it. Like I, I don't think I would really change anything. I just feel like I have so many good memories and I don't know. That's why I'm like kind of grieving. You me feel so happy and nostalgic right now. I'm like, I don't, honestly, I don't think I would either. Cause it's just so like dramatic, but in a good way. And like, I, so many like feelings of satisfaction and the pain like I just look back and I'm like I did that like I use running in all aspects of my life now like I will pull like if I have a hard work thing or like a business problem I'm like you know what like, you ran 12 miles at 540 pace like you're good so yeah. it definitely comes it definitely it's definitely paid off yeah in personal life so yeah so it's I mean yeah it's definitely been worth it everything I'd done and like sacrificing basically my whole life for running was definitely worth it because it'll just be brain was a show yeah, I mean, it'll just be ingrained forever, though, I think. And that's why I don't think I'll ever, like, give up on it, really. Yeah. I don't think I can. I, like, genuinely don't. Dude, I've tried not running, and it doesn't work. Like, I think we kind of have an addiction to it. Like, I our have body, an addiction to running. It's like... Our bodies need it. Like, I feel better when I'm doing more miles. I'm like, what? this isn't normal. Like, 
<laughs> for normal people that don't run. Well, people just didn't grow up with that, like their body being so used to it. Like, I feel like it's one of those things I just have to do. It's like drinking water. I have to like go for a run. If I want to feel mentally like, okay. Yeah. Or yeah. alert. Yeah. My goal right now is just to get to a point where I like feel good running again and then see what goes, what, see what happens from there. But yeah, I feel like the future is you have so many years left of your twenties and people are what running up until their upper thirties, like fast. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. I'm just, I mean, I'm trying to fix the internal stuff right now and in turn that will fix the, there's a lot of stuff. (laughs) It'll just fix a lot of things. So I think, I don't know. I'm, I feel like the future is bright and though I do mourn and grieve about like all the good memories I had in my, in my competitive, like track running career and everything. I like, I don't know. It's just been so fun. And I'm, but I'm kind of excited for the future because it's just like, I don't know what it's going to be. You really just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. You can predict it and plan, but uh, usually I swear every single year in my twenties has been completely different. Back in San Diego, where am I going to be next year? <laughs> like, where am I going to be living in two months? Where, where do <laughs> I pick for 2022? I don't know. So stay tuned. Um, Anyway, okay. Well, we've drone on for, I really wonder if this was an interesting episode or if it was only interesting to me, because again, once, once again, I am recollecting my own memories that happen. And it's like, it's hard because I don't want to give too much detail, but then I also want to give enough detail like context. Yeah, exactly. So I can't tell if it was good. (laughs) I don't know. I thought it would just be fun though, to talk about it. I mean, it's fun. I just like, you just never know. People are actually going to enjoy it. What was like the, the high school episode? <laughs> Some people were like, this was, was trash. Some people were like, it was, this was trash. And other people were like, I loved that episode. So maybe right. it'll be the same with this one. Right. You never know. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again. Shout for the, to the fans out there who actually enjoyed this. Thank yeah. You. Thanks for listening. If you listen all the way through this, like oh, props to you because we took so many tangents. So many, so many tangents, so many different roads. Do you want to shout out anything? No. If you guys need graphic design assistance, reach out to me. That's what like whatever she wants to be linked down below. If you need graphic design help, she is a great graphic designer. She got she uh, designed my entire ebook last year, my recipe ebook. So yeah, I do a lot of freelance graphic design. So if your dad is listening, or if your parents need graphic <laughs> design help for their business, please reach out. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, you, you tell our energy has dropped so much. We're like, didn't even bother to voice this. It's just like, how do we end this? Like, was this a good, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not confident in what this episode was. I'm not confident either. I don't really know what we said. How do you talk this long about nothing? It's been an hour and 15 minutes. We just spew random like stuff about our past running workouts. Yeah for an hour and 15 minutes and I'm sweaty I'm tired I have to eat my cafe real bowl that's cold now okay let's go I'm <laughs> all right uh to close out the episode I'm losing Steve <laughs> I feel like a psycho can we get a good old peace out fellas <laughs> I don't know peace out fellas Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Commerce Over Cold Brew with Ellie, my sister. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was, it's always good talking to Ellie. It's always good. Just, I feel like I, I loved my running career, like my competitive running career through college. I just feel like I had so many good memories and I just want to share them with the world because 
I love, I genuinely just love looking back on them because they just bring up so much good joy and serotonin into my brain. So I hope you guys enjoyed kind of recollecting with Ellie and I and just, and you know, just chatting away for an hour. So thank you guys again for listening to today's episode and all the episodes of 2021. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Combos Over Cold Brew Pod if you want to be up to date on the latest episodes or submit listener questions and guest requests. Don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts too. We just hit 900 reviews, which is so cool. And I love reading your guys' reviews. That's another thing that kind of that kind of keeps me in touch with my followers. And it also helps me grow the podcast and it's a free way to support. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you all next week. And don't forget to watch on YouTube if you literally want to see me next week. <laughs> Peace out, fellas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.